Residential Lighting Specialist to Arthur Residential Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, my good friend and Residential Tech Today contributing writer, Heather Sidorowitz, joins us from Orlando, Florida, where she is attending and reporting on the co-located Kitchen and Bath Industry Show and International Builders Show. Heather is a former CDA board member and owner of Southtown Audio Video, a custom integration firm in Hamburg, New York. In our conversation today, I hope to learn what I may have missed by not attending these two massive events at the Orange County Convention Center, what she sees as compelling trends around kitchen and bath technology, and what she is writing about next in the fitness and health and wellness wearables category that she's taken on as her editorial beat for the magazine. Heather Sidorowitz, welcome back to the podcast. It is so good to see you. I'm thrilled to be here. That's great. I, I really appreciate you taking time out of, of a trade show. It's such a exhausting experience um, being at an event that is the size of these shows. And especially after not been... doing it for two years, like you, like, you know, you used to get, you did it over and over. So you like had your thing and having right. like this kind of two year break and coming back to it, it's been uh, like, Oh yeah, I forgot about how much your legs hurt when you lay in bed at night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally like your, your, your trade show legs, you need to get yeah. them back in shape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, so first time, uh, not only it's been a while since you've been at a big show, but first time at KBiz and IBS for you? Oh my God, yeah. So um, for for those of you who haven't heard from me before, I live kind of uh, in both worlds, both residential and commercial. My business is currently more focused on commercial, but I my personal love is about technology that makes life better um, for all of us. And so that also keeps my foot also in the resi world. So coming to KBiz and I was invited by them, um, to be, I was called a tech spotter. So I got to go around the convention and find just all different technologies within all different booths. And my very first impression, um, was holy bananas. And I say that because I've gone to big shows. I've been to CES, uh, CES is giganormous and, this show is so much bigger than I ever, ever thought possible. Because you think kitchen and bath, like how big could it possibly be? Um, right. And if anybody isn't familiar with the uh, Orlando Convention Center, it filled up all of the West Hall and also all of South Hall. So it was a really, really big conference. That's amazing. So um, are you, as a spotter, obviously you're looking for certain things. Are you looking for certain things that are relevant to what you do or in general, um, just tech? Yeah. Yeah. So I was um, specifically tasked with like some, some who, who entered, um, into saying like, Hey, we have something cool and techie comes by and see us. And then we had, okay. um, the ability to kind of go see what else was out there. And that was on the KBIS side. Although, um, it's a really interesting thing because you have the Kitchen and Bath Show and the International Builder Show, and they're really not, it's not, they don't run from the same, but for an average participant who's on the show floor, they really mesh. They, they did a very good job of meshing them um, and having them both in West and both in South. So you might be looking at some cool new nail in one area and some cool new kitchen way to hang kitchen countertops in the other. Um, okay. So yeah. Obviously, connected is huge, so everyone's connecting everything. I was personally um, to choose my top three for KBiz. 
Um, I was looking for, again, technology that improves our life. So not connected just to be connected. So if my if my dryer sends me a text and says, hey, I'm done, that does nothing for my busy lifestyle. I own a company. I have two kids. But if that dryer knows that I'm not home and will continue to tumble every now and then until I get home so I don't have that smell that we've all had on our shirts yeah. that you realize in the yep. middle of the day, you're like, what is that smell? <laughs> that, that is an improvement. So I was out looking for yeah. those type of products. Um, okay. And there's some pretty cool stuff out there. Let me know. I can jump okay. in now or I don't know if we want to. Yeah. Let, let's. let's um, I think I think we all want to know about tech. Um, I, I do want to talk about your panel because I know you've been on two panels, one panel. <laughs> Three. Three. Three panels. My gosh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So so I, I want to talk, talk about that experience, but probably what you talked about on that has something to do with what we're going to just dive into on what your observations were. So um, what what was, if you had to, there's always that tra trade show question, what have you right. seen today that got you excited? What What is the the first thing that you can think of that's- All right. That so really one of my cool? favorites, and I'm probably going to say it wrong, is uh, Natufa. Um, and I saw this company, and I'm pretty sure about five years ago at the Consumer Electronics Show. And what they do is they, you can grow plants inside your house. Now, my kids can tell you I have a black thumb. I recently killed a cactus. How bad it is. Um, and they've created, it, it almost looks like a refrigerator. And inside the refrigerator, you do nothing. So they give you little pods and you put the pods in and you pour the water in and then you set it and forget it. And then when you want a fresh herb, a cherry tomato, a strawberry, a piece of lettuce, you just open your refrigerator like piece and you grab it. This year... Okay. They've introduced a smaller version, and I've actually talked to them, hoping that they'll give me a sample. So maybe we'll have an article coming soon. Um, nice. And the concept is now you're just adding those pods and that water, but it has a tube that goes up the middle and almost a spiral that comes down. So it, it's a it, when we talk about life and technology and wellness, first of all, I have a plant that's giving me, you know, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm breathing out, giving it food. So we there's just wellness from having plants in your home. But also to have a fresh herb, fresh basil, tomato um, that that can be in any room in the house, and they have a self lighting mechanism, so I don't even have to worry that it's next to a window, and it stands about five feet tall. Again, okay. weird and awesome and different, and and that's what I think. That's kind of what what moved me. It's it's you know we can have connected dishwashers and appliances all day, but that was something different. And yeah. That so really so. The, the watering part, how, how's, how's that uh, fixed so that you're not forgetting to water at the right time? I believe it sends you a text and I'll, I'll hopefully okay. get to sample it when it says it's low. Um, yeah. But you fill up the bottom jug and it pushes the water to the top. And they, the way it does it is each mechanism, each little pod where the plant drips down to the next one and so on and so forth. Um, so it's constantly getting water. And also they have it built in that if you lost power that they have additional water sources that they keep in the bottom of each one just in case. Hmm. It's kind of neat. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. You know that I love that you, that's the first one you come up with because, uh, you know, I, I don't start at this whole thing as a tech tech guy. Um, I I'm much more touchy feely and I like the, the sort of comforts of life and things like plants and outdoors and mm -hmm. all of that. And, and when you can kind of blend some of the tech with the, with right. the things that make you feel good like that. We'll see if uh, Heather can really finally cool. grow something. <laughs> all right. So uh, I don't want to make you just go down a list of everything, but. Um, um, no, I'll point out maybe just else? a few really quick ones. Like uh, there's another one called Cooksey, 
again, creatively thinking about technology where it's about the size of an Apple TV, since we have a tech company, people listening here, um, that's actually a built-in thermal sensor and camera. And it comes with almost like a microphone arm. So it looks down on your pan and it constantly is taking temperature of the pan. And the concept behind that is, one is you can watch videos and can teach you how to cook for someone who doesn't. So for someone who said, I just don't, I just never know when to turn that steak. I don't know what the temperature should be. It's kind of an all built in one. But I think of people with disabilities and the pieces of that where they can be monitored and helped and have better quality of living just in that. Um, there's two different versions. One allows you to record. So if Jeremy has his favorite sauce and his daughter goes off to college and she really wants to know how to, to cook the, the sauce, you could actually record it and it breaks it down into a step-by-step and then she can watch it. Um, and that's kind of a neat, again, different take at tech. Um, let me see what else did I have there? Yeah. Uh, I remember that one from the the tech preview that I saw the press preview. Um, and it specifically works with cooktop, um, yeah. electric cook, cooktops. So that's just something to keep in mind. It's not really for gas, um, stovetops yet, but, but it's still, it, it, it's one of those things where if you're a, a gas range user and then you go to a cooktop, like when we moved, we ended up with an electric cooktop and yeah. we kept like burning things because you can't really monitor the heat as well. Uh, so I think that was one of the goals was to try to overcome some of those. Uh, yeah. And induction was huge at the show. I was seeing, and, and I, I, again, being, I didn't even know that this was a thing, but up North is apparently where you cook with gas all the time. And down South, it's really not common to have gas ever. So I didn't uh, learn something new there, but induction uh, cooktops was really big mm-hmm. and everywhere. Um, so I think that we're going to see more from that whole theory. Obviously, the idea is the kid could put their hand right on top of it and not burn themselves. And you can have right, them yeah. part of your countertop and it doesn't even look like you have a stovetop. Um, so some right, really yeah. beautiful pieces there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, uh, of course, you had so Moeller and um, Moen and Kohler. Or I could just combine those two names there because you can tell that I <laughs> benched on the show floor. Um, <laughs> lots of connected stuff there, really talking about water, things that can – sensors that you plug in all over your house that would say that you put underneath the dishwasher. So it will tell you when there's a leak or next to the sub pump, like these other pieces that aren't flashy and beautiful, but really a smart piece. Because when you go on vacation, if you live in one of those areas and you have a sub pump, sometimes you have two. And I've known someone that had two and that – still, uh, they both broke. So it have these little yeah. sensors that you can plug in, throw them underneath your dishwasher. Of course, they have an app for that. Um, it allows you to, there's uh, pieces that allow you to turn off the water, water valves if they sense that there's an issue. Uh, Kohler had all sorts of connected showers that you could say, um, Alexa, turn on the shower, and it would know I liked it to a certain temperature. And, you know, I liked this, but not this. Uh, tubs that filled up because they knew what their height was. Hey, filled the tub. And I could walk mm-hmm. away and do something else automatically. So, you know, those were still great. And I think that we're still moving in the right direction. Um, LG is really trying to use AI and machine learning in their products. They have, it's called ThinkQ. Um, and mm-hmm. things like it, it, that we're, we'll start to learn your habits knowing, okay, they open the refrigerator 23 times in the morning. At least I feel that way. But they don't open the refrigerator between the hours of uh, 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. So, you know, maybe it would deep freeze things or get things ready, but it would kind of adapt to your lifestyle, which is, again, not life changing, but in the right direction of where we want to go. Yeah. The smart fridge thing has always been the mystery. How is this, how is this going to be useful 
all these years, we keep seeing different versions of it, you know, from taking a picture of the inside of the refrigerator every Which time it opens. Which is not helpful to, at all. I mean, I mean everyone no. knows. Everyone knows. I mean, every mother knows. The thing you need is always in the back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way you can see everything from a photograph. So, um, and also uh, the barcode thing years ago, where you, you scanned everything. About that it. They still mentioned it. That it, that do you think that, that it's still a thing? And I'm like, you know, you'd have to be the most anal retentive person, and I'm pretty much there. But I will never do that. Like that yeah, just agree. seems so tedious. No, um, I'm not. I'm not anal retentive. I'm type A. But yeah, I agree. I'm too tedious to to code. Yeah. So things. yeah, and, and so then other ones were. And you see these in the field. You see these actually in stores where it's like a um, a hub on the on the door. Uh, just basically, it's like an iPad on the door of mm-hmm. the refrigerator. But I mean, that's not a connected appliance. That's just a toy, right. It's really, just adding to it. I, on one of my yes. panels, I had someone ask me. He said he was a builder, and he was like, "I'm into green technology. I'm going to do Samsung Bixby, and I'm going to have Alexa, and they work together, right?" And I'm like. Not really. Oh. Like you can ask Alexa <laughs> to ask Samsung or ask Bisbee, but like come talk to me afterwards. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I know. I've just started experiencing that with my new uh, my new outdoor Samsung TV. It's like, oh yeah. Well, you can over you can choose on that one at least uh, which yeah. which voice you want to go with if it's uh, Alexa or Bixby. But um, yeah, that's an interesting question. So um, anything else? Uh, I, I I probably ought to just have a quick. Uh, uh, commercial break here before we go into the next uh, phase. So if you want to hang on real tight there, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, come back and see if there's anything else you want to mention, or uh, we'll, we'll start talking about your panel discussions a little bit more as well. So uh, we'll be right back after a short break. For 25 years, Leon has been dedicated to creating innovative products that mix art with audio and design with technology. Knowing that technology is an integral part of modern interior design, Leon's collection of customizable speakers and technology concealment solutions is designed to deliver both sound and style to any space. From signature soundbars that seamlessly blend in with the display to art and frames that turn your TV into a work of art, Leon's products are built to order and handcrafted just for you to ensure a perfect match every time. Visit www.leonspeakers.com to learn more. Welcome back. We're talking with Southtown AV's Heather Sudorowitz about her experience at KBiz and uh, the International Builders Show. Um, so I- anything else jump out at, at you as a new thing that um, really kind of caught your eye from a tech standpoint? So nothing else that really like, jumped out. I mean, there's some, like, again, I, I appreciate the effort that there, I did feel that there are brands that are really looking into it, asking questions. Um, I mentioned earlier on the podcast about LG while I was there, I was because I was asking these questions to a great guy named Robert, who was really into what he did. He's going to go further. He'll, he'll be vice president someday. <laughs> um, but then they ended up doing a survey, so asking what one thought about it and how you would rate things and what you were looking for. And I thought that was brilliant to ask for feedback from the people that were there. Um, sure. So a lot of these booths did, they did a breakdown. So they had their really high-end stuff, their mid-range stuff, and then their kind of everyday stuff. And I think that was a really good play too, because, it, and we should do that more in technology. It doesn't need to just be for the cream of the crop, the one percenters. You can have really right. good technology that maybe is a step up from, from DIY, but still is integrated in some form and still has those great quality of life pieces. Right. Well, so when you think about how kitchen and bath integrates into 
the custom integration channel, which is where uh, you've made your living. And, you know, when you do the residential side, what um, we usually hear is now integrating lighting into the kitchen mm-hmm. and the bath. So that's not really anything specific to those rooms. It's just maybe that you need um, the, the lighting to, to be more productive for someone who's fixing dinner, you know, put preparing food, you need to have, right. uh, the, those work lights that work really well, um, in that area and no lighting design more than anything. Um, but, uh, the, these connected appliances typically haven't been the, um, jurisdiction, so to speak of, uh, an integrator. You have the people, the audience there at kitchen and bath, um, is really probably more interior designers, I'm guessing. Interior designers, and- construction people. I was actually really surprised that we didn't see more people from our industry. Um, there is no CDA booth there. And I think that these people that are designers and did want to connect with someone didn't have a space to say, hey, how do I do that? Or, hey, I have more questions. I'd love to right. see more of our industry. I was shocked to see like Lutron doesn't have a space there because they're, they're, they're I don't know why, I'm, I'm not I don't know, but um, I would think that those, you know, I imagine that if you had, um, and I'm sure people have heard of this, the Ketra demo, and that was something that these lighting designers or just designers and and architects and builders could see, that's very game-changing when you see it and a very hard story to tell if you haven't. Um, When you can talk about that beautiful piece of furniture that they've spent, you know, a lot of money on or a painting and how much the light in the room can change that. Um, and how much you can help mm-hmm. with human-centric lighting. We spend 90% of our time indoors. I would have liked to see more from our industry be here to talk and tell that story. Yeah, and yet it's a very specific thing with kitchen and bath. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a narrow part of the home, although there's so much there from an appliance standpoint. Uh, it's still... There's so many people here. Yeah, but it's still such a... It, the The niche of the the channel, uh, is, is, is a bit different, but I, I see what you're saying. There, there's a way that that could be, um, someone who is a specifier, if they're a designer could have an influence, even if they're starting with, Hey, we're d- doing a new kitchen. Hey, you're redoing the lighting. I saw this thing at my convention, consider Ketra, you know, that could right. be an opportunity to open up the door for someone who's going to do more th- throughout the rest of the home. Good point there for sure. Well, let's talk about your panel, um, your panels, the three. So uh, what were some of the focus areas there? Just your observations like we're talking about or um, so, your insights as an integrator? Yeah. So one of them was um, on the home tech stage and that was um, just talking about when to bring in an integrator. So a bunch of builders, a little bit gruff of a, of a crowd, but you know, <laughs> you know me, I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a big goofball. So I got them interested in talking um, and that was just a quick panel, about a half an hour, but just again, reiterating things like how important the network is, how important to have data throughout your house, um, that you can't just watch, you can't rely anymore on a Wi-Fi mesh system. You have all these connected devices in the home. They're going to have to connect to something and that these builders really need to think about that. Don't call us three days before the drywall is going to go up and ask if we can come out, you know, so that was a lot. Uh, that was that one. That was that panel was just talking about getting integrators involved in earlier time. And it, and, and that it doesn't, again, have to be just for the, the, the top few, few percent that even the most basic of homes will live on the Wi-Fi. It is now a utility. Um, one line yeah. I heard years ago is 
would you rather go a day without water or Wi-Fi, you know, internet? And there are certain people, if you ask that question, you will see them truly consider their answer. Um, yeah, I know. I know there are people that are like, right? yeah, I'll, I'll go outside and pee if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll be fine. Um, yeah, so that's like a really big piece of it was just to talk, just keep them thinking about integrators and getting them involved in an earlier stage. My second panel right. was with um, Parks and Associates. And if anyone's ever met, have you ever met Elizabeth Parks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is a rock star. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and that was in conjunction with LG. Um, and it was about connected smart appliances. And so, okay. again, coming at it from an integrator's perspective, um, again, talking about that we need to think about it, something. Don't, don't connect it just because you can, but connect it because it's going to make a better change in your life. It's going to help you out in some way. And it's great to be on a stage with LG who's listening to that and recording it and repeating it. Um, because I, I think that the more we can get them to listen and all of those brands to listen, um, they'll stop. They'll stop uh, just connecting it. Now, now I will say, I saw a demo, and they were so excited to show me a tech person that on a washer they could connect it to Bluetooth. So they were like, it doesn't even need Wi-Fi. You can connect it to your phone through Bluetooth, and you could change the display to have characters like snowman. I was like, that makes what? that does not help. At all, like it's, but they could. I'm like, so just because you can doesn't mean you should. I don't need a snowman on my washer, like you know. Yeah. So it, 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 to just continue to get them to think, how does it help? How will it help my life? Interview more people, talk to them. So, um, yeah, that was I, really just cool. a quick, quick interruption there. Yeah. I, I, I've been able to go to ProSource um, buying group meetings, and they co-locate with BrandSource, which is their appliance side. Mm-hmm. And so from time to time, I get to talk to some of these appliance companies. And, and that, that's like near and dear to my heart, because we all use these things every day. Right. And I, I just went up to I don't know which manufacturer it might have been LG uh, and said, All right, have you developed a front load washer that doesn't turn mildewy when you don't cl- leave the door wide open all day yeah. long for 24 hours a day? Right. And they're like, no, we really haven't yet figured that out. You just kind of have to like let it air off and right. clean it yes, every now exactly. and then. It's like that's where we need to have some technology. Mm-hmm. Like have some kind of a fan that blows in there, you know, and not get, let it get all moldy. Amen. So uh, I'm sure yeah. waiting for that type of thing to happen. And no, uh, I will say yeah. I didn't see it myself, but I heard um, from Jamie Breesmeister, who is also on the show floor, that Monogram had an air fryer that they could push firmware updates out to. So they had something, new, some new feature that didn't go out with the first line and they pushed that firmware update and all of a sudden your air fryer could do a little bit more. Um, so well, there are, and, there and that's something. a good, that's a good point too. A lot of what you do here about appliances is the maintenance part of it mm-hmm. and how it, it monitors its health essentially and lets you know, Hey, you're having some kind of a problem that's starting. Let's get it fixed before it, doesn't work. Right. And that, that, that to me is, is worth having technology for that. That will be useful because we it's all. It's much nicer if you knew before the refrigerator broke and then you have to figure out, you know, then you just buy it in, in a frantic moment. You don't think about the next refrigerator. You're like, oh my gosh, I don't want my, my food to be destroyed. So I got to get it as soon as yeah. possible. And we all know none of them really fit where the old one used to go. <laughs> so it's like a nightmare. So <laughs> they all get too big to fit. And then you're redo- redoing your whole kitchen. <laughs> um, so then your third your third panel? And my third panel was today. So my third panel was the panel that actually brought me down here um, with KBiz where we were the tech spotters. So that one 
was the most time consuming because I spent the other two days walking the show floor, finding this technology, taking pictures for the panel. And that was today, um, moments ago, and then rushed back to the hotel so I could be with you guys. Well, much appreciated. Well, um, maybe moving on from from the last two days and just talking more in general about your business. Um, we really have we talked early on during uh, COVID, and then I really haven't followed up. That the supply chain thing has happened. Have you had the same challenges that I keep hearing from everyone else in terms? Yeah, of there's actually getting product. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the supply chain is. Obviously, unprecedented, precedented. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it is. We actually hired a part time person to watch back order status on our jobs because oh wow, not only are we seeing back orders, but it, they're it's changing. So it's this kind of organic piece of okay, this is supposed to be on in on February seventeenth, so we'll schedule the job on February nineteenth, and then tomorrow you could come in and they would say, and now it might say June. So it's it's not anywhere close to fixed. And I, I, my, my gut, my feeling is it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, it, so we've, what we've been trying to do to appease our clients too, is if we can pull enough together, if they're doing multiple spaces is we're phasing out projects. So uh, something we've never, ever, ever had to do before. So, Hey, we can, which is your most important room. Can we'll get this one up and live as we wait for the equipment for the rest. Um, trying to come up with some clever solutions or some new products but for us, at the end of the day, we want products that work the best, not not just a quick solve. We don't want to band-aid it because then you're not happy yeah. in the long run. Um, right. So, yeah, it, it is it is crazy out there with uh, with getting product. And it's not even that, not only that, it's price increases, too, that you're having to deal with, right? Yeah, if you're not watching, and I implore any AV out there, any AV company, is just please pay attention. Because if you're using, like, a third-party system that's not integrated with consistent pricing um so something like dtools if you don't have it that's updating its pricing because you have a third-party piece of that um and you do that quote and the price goes up and you sell it three months later you're just taken out of your bottom line there and and that's not a good long-term solution at all right exactly my i i was speaking to uh my stepdad the other day and he is in more of a manufacturing sector uh, they're just parts and things that they need for machinery that they build. Uh, the prices have gone up so much that he has one of his colleagues on eBay looking for better pricing on things. I don't think that's something our industry can necessarily do, but I, uh, yeah, I don't doubt a that. lot of stuff like that. I, um, yeah. I have a, one of my, my vehicles, uh, for the company, the computer died. I mean, this, the car's six, seven years old. It's a minivan. It's mm. a store van. And, uh, one day it just didn't start. We brought it in. It turns out that it's the computer. The car can't work without it. They can't get the part. They have no idea when they'll get it. So it's just dead in the water. Oh my god! Can't buy a new one. Oh wow! Can't get one. I mean, it is. It is not boring. <laughs> right, for sure. And uh, so, so you mentioned earlier, and I, I knew this, and and it's interesting to hear you um, continue in this path. But more the commercial side of things for you, and mm-hmm. I know that you had a lot of. Um, a lot of university work that you're doing. Is that still where a lot of the commercial stuff comes from or is it other, other. Yeah, it's universal university. Certainly um, we have the university of Buffalo in our backyard, which is one of the larger buyers in New York state. Um, We do, uh, we were brought in last year um, to work with a hospital, a local cancer Institute. So they have, they have hundreds or at least 
almost a hundred different conference rooms and meeting rooms. Um, so, and, and now we have to say to our clients, like, listen, if you want this next year, you have to order now. And, you know, so that's even changing their buying the way that they approach it. Um, but again, I, I'm huge into being as transparent as possible and letting them know most people understand because they've ordered a couch or a car, but at the same point, you know, they need these rooms live. They need these rooms live. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're, especially if you're in a healthcare scenario and that type of thing, I mean, there, there's, there's a timeline for sure, getting mm-hmm. that hospital or whatever it is up and running or uh, I think not the other having thing things in disarray. That's changed in the, in the corporate setting is companies that said they would never let their employees work remote and then were forced to because of the pandemic and employees that could prove that they could be useful and still get their work done will never go back full time. So if I had to bet at all, I would say that hybrid will not go away. This will be forever. And I kind of love that idea because we should be able to work it forever. I mean, I'm sitting in a hotel room in Orlando and we're having this conversation um, that as long as people can start thinking about about employment as task oriented versus time oriented, and if people Mm -hmm. can get their work done, I think I think that hybrid's not going anywhere, which is all the more important why they need technology because people in the room will have to work with people who are not in the room as if they are. So it's collaborative. And uh, at Infocom, I heard a great phrase called uh, meeting equity. And the concept between that is you should have the same experience whether you're in the room or not. Now, technology is not quite there yet, I think, to make you feel totally that way, but it's come a long way um, and it's... It, it's very advantageous for these companies to get behind it so they can continue to be successful. Yeah. And, and the, the amount of commercial work that you're already doing seems to be, that's a great, I, I don't really like the resi commercial term, but it is kind of a good fit for how that transition back to the home office, maybe um, an opportunity as well for. Yeah. And that's what we say, we, you know, we want to improve your world and places you work, live and play. So wherever you mm-hmm. are, if that's what you're looking for, it's, you know, find the right integrator and connect and make sure that the things are working. The interesting part of the home office, and I've had some conversations here at the show with the people who are building these things, and it seems to be the consensus consensus that it's not a closed off room. They want to be able to work from anywhere. So hmm. they're going to sit outside on their patio. They're going to sit at their kitchen table. Um, there's a whole presentation on just how much larger people are making their islands in their kitchen. And it has to hmm. do with the fact that kids are doing homework there now. People are doing Zooms from there. They're, you know, they're video conferencing. And so, again, that just plays again to how important the network has to be. Yeah, it's probably the best light in the house, too, when you get down <laughs> to it once you have everything set up there. Um, but, uh, well, to, I know you're busy, so I, I want to kind of wrap up with the, that category that you love so much that you cover for us, which is the wearables or health tech, um, uh, fitness tech. Um, you, you've written several articles on different products anything that you want to start with that's a favorite that you've already written about, and then we'll talk about what you're working on next. So my number one favorite all of all time, I think it might've been the first one I did, which was the the Norder track that has the iFit yeah. built in. I can't tell you how much this has changed my life. So I'm, I'm, I was never a runner. I was never athletic. I'm still using it today. And uh, the interactivity of feeling like that coach is there in front of me and talking to me and I have these adventures and it's, two feet of snow and 17 degrees in Buffalo and I'm hiking the Matterhorn in Switzerland is incredible. (laughs) 
And I really think that's just the beginning of what that will be. Um, you know, mine's still a teeny tiny HD display. I can't imagine what that would be like. Now, there's no current way for me to cast it onto the TV down there. But what happens when that's a 4K or an 8K display and it's larger? I'm going to feel like I'm truly traveling all over the place. Um, yeah. That one's definitely one of my favorites of all time. Um, I'm currently um, wearing the Aura ring, O-U-R-A. And it's a what I really like about the idea is it's a wearable knot on your wrist. We haven't seen much of that yet out in the wild. We've seen a lot of different wearables on your wrist. Um, and it's constantly taking my temperature, my heart rate. Um, it's grading my sleep. It's it's how many steps I take. Um, it will do. It will, it will send me a text that will say, like, maybe you should get up and stretch your legs. Or a little text that says, like, hey, you reached your activity goal. It's not intrusive. I also like when we talk about wellness, um, when bands are giving you constant text and information, that's not wellness. That's just right. more connected versus something like the aura who's going to say, like, hey, you didn't sleep last night or I've, I've learned that, you know, I don't get enough deep sleep. Now, the next phase of that is, so what do I do? Like, so I actually yeah. have a call with them in another week or so and, and I'll have that conversation. So article forthcoming. Great. Great. Well, I look forward to it and I love that you cover that category for us. Uh, even like I said, it's a uh, tangential to the residential part of the tech that we talk right. about, but it's still um, the things we do in our homes and how we live our lives, I think is so interesting when it comes to technology. So um, continue yeah, doing that, for the that fun stuff. Yeah, cool. absolutely. And um, Heather, best of luck on 2022. We all hope things get a little smoother and or, or we just make it through. Thanks <laughs> and for taking the time out today and chatting with us from the show. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's always great to see you. And uh, I love my residential tech today, people. Uh, Heather Sidorowitz is a contributing writer to residential tech today and the owner of Southtown Audio Video in Hamburg, New York. You can learn more about her company at southtownav.com and read her articles on the magazine's website, restechtoday.com. That wraps up today's show. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly podcast on your preferred platform and consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcast. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, where you can also subscribe to the bi-monthly print and digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell. Residential Lighting Specialist to Arkansas. Residential Tech Talks. Smart House.